Welcome to the Groundbreakers podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com and featuring innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. My name is Kurt Bennett, Senior Editor of Equipment Today. In this episode, Luke Hansen, the company founder of CompanyCam. Luke will be discussing how the CompanyCam was developed and the potential applications to streamline the workflow in construction applications. Let's dig in with Luke now. Luke, I understand you were a um, contractor to start with. Can you give me a little background about your family roofing company? Absolutely. So I'm here in Lincoln, Nebraska, um, right in the middle. And my, you know, my dad, uh, gosh, he got a degree in something like sports science or, it, you know, it was the late seventies, early eighties, bad time to try to get a job there. So he started a kind of a construction company, you know, they were really going to buy houses and I think remodel them, but they were, they were too cheap. <laughs> so they, they just roofed houses. Uh, and you know, they've, uh, growing up, you know, he was working there, come home, we'd play catch, but it was just a lot of hard work. And so I started working for him, you know, probably at 13, 12, 13, you know, cleaning up job sites, that kind of stuff and worked. I don't know that I worked my way up a fair bit of nepotism, you know, but we, when, it, when I was in high schools, me and my buddies, you know, roofing houses, and we had about uh, two crews at that point. And now, you know, they are, they're a lot bigger, maybe 150 employees. They do a lot commercial residential, um, kind of a big local uh, roofing company. So I did almost every job you can do there, you know, uh, short of owning the company. You know, I, I managed some divisions. I did the marketing. I did sales. I, I have roofed a lot of houses. <laughs> and so um, that's kind of where, where I came from was uh, being in the, in the contracting business uh, and especially roofing. Okay. And I understand you really identified some pain points in your own business. And how did you decide that these pain points also translated across other contracting businesses? Yeah, you know, um, it, so I got put in charge of managing our siding and gutter division. And, you know, we were really good at roofing, tons of kind of institutional knowledge. We all knew how to do it. We knew what to look out for. You know, we just, we had it pretty dialed in. Um, but then with siding and gutters, you know, we were figuring it out. We we're doing okay, but we just didn't do it as well as we did roofing. And, and I was trying to get everyone to take more pictures. You know, I, I specifically remember we showed up at this uh, job and the person, the rep that had estimated it, you know, wrote like one story, you know, X, Y, Z, all the information you would write for roofing. And we showed up over there to, to wrap the fascia. And turns out that's like a 40 foot gable. Our ladder wouldn't get halfway there, you know? And I was like, gosh, like we, you know, like the, we shouldn't be running into this. Like if we would have, if we would have taken the pictures, if we would have sat and had a two minute conversation, we would have all figured out we need a 40 foot ladder. We need, you know, all of this stuff. And so it was kind of one of these moments where I was like, we are just not doing this well. So I tried to have everyone, you know, document uh, when they were estimating. And then people were handing me memory cards. People were trying to email photos to me. I, I set up Dropbox. So then people were putting them in the drop. Sometimes they were putting them in the Dropbox, you know, if they got them in the right folder, it, you know, when you're busy and doing this kind of work, the kind of documentation piece is the last thing. And it's usually the thing that gets forgotten because you have an actual job to do. You know, you're trying to sell, you're trying to build, trying to get things done. And so I was looking around, I was thinking, okay, this, 
we're all carrying around these cameras with supercomputers and GPS, you know, receivers attached to them. We should be able to take these pictures and organize them by the location. Because, you know, for a roofing business, almost any contracting business, the kind of the address or the place is the record. That's how you can find things. And I was looking everywhere and there was just no one had done anything like this. You know, you could maybe upload photos into like a bigger system if you were running uh, one of these kind of business management softwares. Um, no one had just kind of made the simple solution uh, that I thought we needed. And so, you know, I was honestly, I was listening to podcasts. I was listening. There's a guy, uh, Pat Flynn ran a smart passive income podcast. And uh, I listened to some Gary V just, and I kind of got it in my head. Hey, like normal people can do this. You don't have to be a super genius tech engineer person to build an app. And so I, I often run on the ask forgiveness versus permission framework. <laughs> so I, I just went out and hired a local kind of a dev shop of a couple software engineers that, you know, they build software for companies and, and had them build kind of the MVP, the minimum viable product. Is this going to work, you know? And it, we, so we did that and it, it was working, you know, I mean, it had bugs, I, all sorts of problems, but it, we realized, oh, wow, this is really helpful. And, you know, the problem that we knew that we had was around capturing it and organizing it. What we realized pretty quickly once we were taking the pictures, you know, in a dedicated app was that when you can sort of deliver that from all these job sites back, well, to the office or to wherever anyone, you know, on a smartphone, on a computer, in real time, you know, the moment that photo was snapped, boom, it shows up at the office that that was incredibly powerful for just kind of knowing what was going on, coordinating accountability, that what, what I've called like real time visual communication became the thing that, that was really powerful and sticky, much more than just kind of getting organized. Because you know, everyone knows when you're disorganized, you feel it, you see it, oh, I can't find something. But no one, we didn't know, certainly, that we were looking for kind of this daily visual communication and accountability software. And so we kind of just stumbled into that. And we saw that we were on to something. So I went and hired, uh, hustled around, it was really hard to find uh, kind of a dedicated software engineer to split this off or be our own company and really try to build out this product because we, we, you know, talking to other contractors, it was seemed like a pretty universal problem, capturing the information over here, having it available, findable, and then being able to do that kind of daily communication and accountability. And Hey, we were right. You know, sometimes you get lucky. Now, well, what's interesting about this? Do you think your unique background as a contractor really helped? Because there's a this has been out there for a lot of lot the ability to take photos and all these apps have existed for a long time, but they just don't provide the right workflow for a contractor. You're you exactly nailed it, <laughs> Kurt. The you know I, I like products like thing you know I like machines. I, I study mechanical engineering. I, I just like. I like that stuff and thinking about how do you solve this problem that you have and being, when you're solving a problem for yourself, um, when you're the customer, that, that's really the best spot to be in kind of understanding the shape of it and putting it together. And you said the word workflow and that's crucial. You know, we didn't invent anything new per se. We just built a workflow around capturing photos in the field that was 
I mean, the key things for me were that it was so easy that there would be no excuse not to do it, <laughs> you know, like, and so when you, you know, with our app, you open it up, it uses your GPS and it's like, Hey, it looks like you're here. Are you here? Yep. Okay. Boom. Then you're taking photos. They'll all be organized. You'll kind of whoever at your company, you know, is ever at that project, it'll all just flow together into a timeline. And that it was really the simple kind of decision to, to pre-organize, to say the organization, like deciding where this will live is the first step. And then you can capture, you can write notes and draw and you know, do all the things that you want to do with those photos. And now we have a lot more features than that, but that I knew was important. And then I touched on this, but it had to be easy, right? If you're out there repairing a roof, there's a lot of, you know, sharp guys doing that, but the running apps organization, just being tech savvy, that's usually not, you can't count on that being a strength of someone who's a, a foreman on a roofing crew. And so we, our thing is, you know, you should be able to have anyone at your company fully up and running on this app in under a minute, you know, it's really, really simple. And so I thought the easier this is to do, the more likely it is that people will do it. And that's when you see the value because a lot of apps, you know, they do a lot of things, but they do so many things that they don't, even if they do all the things kind of well, just the fact that they're doing 10 things makes it hard to kind of figure out how to do a thing. You know, I got to go into this menu and I didn't want any of that. I wanted it to be like, you pick it up and you're like, oh yeah, this makes sense. You know, like you pick up a hammer. What do you use it for? You hit things with it. It's obvious just, you know, looking at it. So that's what we were going for. And we're, there's still a ways to go there because the, the process of just, you know, improving, making it more intuitive. It's, it's really an, just an ongoing thing, but yeah, knowing the customer, being the customer, I, I think was crucial. Now, I know a lot of people, especially for when you get busy, paperwork not, might not be their thing. It might not be their strong point. How important was it that this app, you show up on a job site, it actually enters the information and puts it in the correct job for you. So you don't have to rely on the foreman to actually type in the right job site. Yeah, that, I mean, Again, you're touching on all, all the right points. So when we first built the very first version, I wanted everything to be automatic. Like you don't think, you just take it out of your pocket, you start taking pictures. And the thought was, we did this nifty little math where every photo you took had a GPS coordinate, you know, because we had one from your phone. And so when you were done with that uh, session or whatever, you know, so we roughly, it was a formula of time, how long between the last photo and distance, how far between the last photo. And we would bundle them all together and say, oh, this was like a session. You know, it was pretty clear you're at a job. Um, and then we would take all those coordinates and we would find a center point. You know, you run a math equation to figure out where's the middle of all of these. And that usually you could reliably say, even if some of the photos you took from the neighbor's yard or something, okay, this is the property. And then we did what's called reverse geocoding, which basically means you take that GPS coordinate and you, you know, call up Google, so to speak, and they say, oh, this is the address at that coordinate. And so it would just, you just, all you did was take the pictures, then we would hit Google, it would give us an address, we would organize it, and it was like totally automatic. And it worked great, except we are in Nebraska. And, you know, in, in Lincoln, which is a, you know, a couple hundred thousand people, it usually almost always the Google knew the address right at the right place. We would go out to like, these little towns around here, Bennett, Nebraska, you know, it's like a thousand people. And 
Google didn't have the right address. So even if our app was working great, we couldn't rely on Google getting us the right kind of address every time. And it is just not good enough if one out of 10 of your things are unorganized. You know, you won't use it if you don't feel really confident that you're going to be able to find it later because that was that key point. And so we switched from everything being automatic to essentially having the user confirm what the app thinks. And then, you know, it, it, so that was easy. It's like, hey, this does this look right? Yep. Boom, you're running. And then if not, it's kind of like Uber where you could just drag the map around to where you were. And so you could kind of drag it in the pin and make sure that it was just on that right spot. But yes, that, that, that making that organization piece easy, because I've tried to, you know, you're standing on a job site or you're doing something, maybe you're hanging off of a ladder, you know, you don't typing in a bunch of information is just not that easy. And then, you know, especially in the construction or the roofing industry, there's language barriers. There's all sorts of things that um, if it, the simpler it can be for everyone involved, the better. In this day and age, a lot of people are trying to tie systems together. Everybody hates having five different apps to do five different things. Are you guys working on trying to integrate your product into the back office systems? Oh, absolutely. That's a key part of our, our, our strategy. I mean, we, we don't, kind of like I was saying earlier, we don't want to do everything. You know, we want to do this thing, capturing the state of this project. We want to be the best, the easiest, simplest. And then there's other powerful things. You can create photo reports. You can post them directly to your website and show off your work. You know, we want to do stuff related to having captured it, but we want, we do not want to try to bite off all of these specific problems like writing estimates and dispatching and estimating, but we know that you need these systems to talk to each other. You know, you don't want to enter information a bunch of times. You don't want, well, all my photos are over here, but then my bids are over here. It's just, we're trying to make it simple. So we are, uh, we have an open API, which means that anyone can connect to it. Uh, any, any other company can build an integration with us. And then we build a ton of integrations with other software. So we probably are integrated with approaching 30 different uh, kind of business management solutions across, you know, roofing, plumbing, uh, painting. I I mean, probably not every trade, but we, that's the goal. We want to connect to everything. And I, I very much believe in the open information, the idea that, Hey, this is yours. We're helping you capture it. We want to help you do things with it, but we don't want to lock it in to our thing. We want to make sure that it, talks over here. So the kind of the standard integration would be, you've got a CRM or a, a business management software, you get a lead of some kind, boom, you know, you, it's entered in there. That system would tell us, Hey, there's this new project or this new lead. And then when you go out there and capture all the photos and the kind of the on-site information that would just seamlessly sync back over so that it kind of, it's not that everything lives in both places, but you've got this, uh, this sync so that if you look over here, you see all the photos. If you look over here, you have the project and we're trying to make it as seamless as possible for that exact reason. I don't want, or I didn't when I was doing uh, the contracting stuff, I did not want everyone using six apps and, oh, is this the app for this? It, you add confusion. And so for us, it's like, hey, when you're capturing information on site, use company cam. When you're doing the other stuff, use that other app and it's a kind of a clean distinction. Okay. Now, one thing that does make it a little more complicated in the construction market is 
everybody varies in size and the scope of the work they do and the size of their crews. How do you design a product and how do you scale it and make it and price it for such a diverse audience? Yeah, you know, you do, if you try to be everything to everyone, then you're nothing to no one, you know? So it's, you're, you're touching on something. We, we do feel like we can serve most, if not all of the market, but we can't be the best for everyone, right? So we really focus on that kind of, I'd call it two to 200 person companies, you know, like, and it's, that's a big range, but it's, it, we, I mean, we have tons of customers that span that entire uh, uh, size, which is to say, or we have a ton of customers that just are one person, you know, or one user. Then we have a, I mean, a lot less, but still a lot that have, you know, hundreds of users. And so we are not going to be right for you if you have a thousand people, you know, uh, now if you have a thousand people spread across like six offices or something, then that could very well work. But for us, we're saying that kind of small to medium um, local contracting business. And our product is best if you do a relatively high amount of smaller projects, you know, like the, the more the kind of velocity, the more helpful company cam will be to you kind of just from that automatic organization, you can find everything. Um, we do have, I mean, you know, people that do bigger projects, home builders, commercial stuff um, that isn't that isn't as much as what we're aiming at but it's still, we see a lot of value. And some of the stuff we're building is really good for there. Like we're building this uh, kind of shared checklist, punch list functionality, which is coming out in our next mobile release. Um, so there's stuff that that is kind of been demanded from that side of the market, but we really are saying um, you small to local, media, you know, contracting business, small to local, <laughs> small to medium. Um, up to a couple hundred employees and company cam will work for you. It will absolutely help you know what's going on. And that it's kind of, people feel like they know what's going on, but then once it's delivered to you in this feed to where it's a lot less having to go, Hey, John, how's it going over there? Or, you know, you end up in all these text messages, threads, um, or even these systems uh, that, that do have the, uh, ability to capture photos and organize them, you know, as part of a larger system. A lot of, if you want to see what's going on, you have to go looking for it. Mm -hmm. And that can work. You know, if you, if it's like, oh, this job, I, I just going to go look in there. What we do is we kind of pull it all together and deliver it in something of a, almost an Instagram feed type of a thing. We call it the project feed, you know, so it's the latest photos from every project kind of swipe through them. So kind and of chronological order. Exactly. Chronological order and then bundled by project. So you can, you know, see everything. And it, it, it just, you, you can see it in the context of this is the job. These are the latest photos. And you can always dive deeper and look at the whole timeline of that project. But that, that people don't want to go back from that because they know so much more on a daily basis when they're seeing it. Like our, our uh, head of finance was in Vegas recently at a, one of these trade shows. It was actually the huge uh, uh, trade show, the world of concrete down there. And someone, he was wearing one of our company cam shirts and someone stopped him on the street and said, oh, company cam, love you guys. Look, you're the reason I'm in Vegas. You know, he's showing him the project feed of all the jobs that they have going on. And he's like, I know exactly what's going on, on top of everything. And here I am, you know, wandering the streets of Vegas. And it's that, I mean, that's a, a little crazy example, but it's that, that feeling like I know what's happening. It's kind of all in front of me. And then when problems come up, 
half the time you see them before anyone calls you, texts you like a one example I remember when I was still working at the roofing company is we were fixing the siding on a chimney and they were pulled the siding off. They wrapped it with Tyvek, but they wrapped the they put the Tyvek behind the step flashing for the roof, which is not, that's a problem. Water runs downhill. If water hits that Tyvek, it's going to go behind that step flashing. And, you know, in a year, two years, or, you know, over the course of time, we are going to have a leak. We're going to be back here. We're going to be doing this again, paying for it, probably, probably fixing someone's ceiling, you know, but when you see that photo come through, you're like, oh, that's a problem. You call them up. Hey, you need to, you know, fix that. What are you thinking type of thing? And you have a couple of those instances where you're like, there's basically no chance that I would have avoided this headache unless I had this kind of these photos streaming into me all day. And you do that and you're like, oh, wow, I'm paying our prices $19 a, a person. So that's unlimited projects, unlimited photos, you know, whoever you want to use it, 19 bucks and store everything forever. Uh, but you're like, okay, is it worth 19 bucks so that I don't have to deal with these kind of headaches in the future? And most of the time, the answer is yes. Now, building on what you just said, I, I see from your standpoint, you catch errors earlier, but is it, does it also help with conflict resolution with the oh, customer themselves? Yeah, that you're good at this, Kurt. You should have a podcast where you... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the So immensely, you know, and it's, I'm going to take the different kind of tact here because just having evidence is huge. You know, oftentimes someone's, and I'll use roofing example because it makes the most sense to me. Um, you're roofing someone's house, you're done. They look up, there's a dent in their gutter. You know, was there a dent in their gutter before? Who knows? Uh, there's a dent there now most people don't look at their gutters regularly. <laughs> they look at the, their gutters when they get a new roof, you know? So they're, uh, it's quite likely that it was just like that. And, but if you have no documentation, you're certainly, I mean, if you're running a reputable business, you're probably just gonna end up replacing their gutters, calling it a day, it's not worth the headache, you know? Um, so those are really nice just to have that evidence. I had a construction lawyer tell me once, whoever has the most evidence wins. Um, and so you wanna have evidence. The almost the worst situations are the ones where you don't know who to trust. Your guy in the field is telling you, hey, it wasn't us, right? You want to believe them, but then, um, you know, you want to tell the customer that, but you're not really sure because you just, you, you can't prove it. And you end up in that sticky spot where you, you're not exactly sure what to do and you don't like that, that uncertainty. And a lot of times it was your fault. You did damage the gutters. You know, it happens. And just knowing that immediately saves you a big headache. Like one of our customers uh, actually is 84 Lumber. So every time they drop off a load, they take photos with company cam. And, you know, those stream from the field to the office. So they're able to answer those questions right away. Hey, where's my material? Oh, it's in the garage next behind the windows type of thing. Um, but for them, they would usually eventually... Um, they could prove whether they delivered or something like that. But what they want, what they wanted to crucially avoid at the time was that uncertainty. Like, hey, we might even someone it's gone, didn't show up, whatever. We might just come replace it. We might not even charge you. You know, we want to take care of you, but we don't want to be in the middle of an argument between two subs, the GC, us, who did what? Did your guy? It's like, look, when we walked away, 
this is what it looked like. And from there, we can worry about solving the problem, but we're not doing this like he said, she said, and, and like almost having ruined relationships over uh, these type of conflicts and arguments. Well, where do you see company Kim evolving in the future? Do you see an evolution of the product? Yeah, I mean, I'm, yes. You know, we want to be the best way to capture the state of the project. Um, we have, you know, we're capturing right now uh, across of all of our customers between, you know, 700,000 and a million photos a day. And that's going up all the time. And so we really see an opportunity to take all these photos that are being captured and help our customers grow their business by showing off their work. So our latest feature that we're, we just rolled it out like a month ago, we're trying to set all of our customers up is to have this beautiful portfolio on your website that's really simple to set up. And then you can publish to your website directly from our app. You can just, oh, I wanna show off this project. Maybe I wanna hide these three photos, you know, but, the, but it, then it's like, boom. And you, know, you, you can categorize it, you can write down some materials you used and then people will come to your site and they can just browse through the projects. They can filter it down by, um, oh, I wanna see Kohler faucets, wherever you use those or you know, something like that, that just allows them to go in and really, it turns your website into almost like a version of Pinterest for them or something where they can just kind of browse it. And our company mission is to help build trust through truth and transparency. So the truth is what you're capturing on the ground that, you know, the state, the pictures, the videos, the, all that information, that is, those are the facts. And as you share them through your company, you're creating this transparency. Transparency helps build trust and lets you do accountability. And we're, we're thinking, yeah, okay, we've done that internally for our customers. They are running on a higher transparency, higher accountability, and you know, uh, hopefully building trust. What we want to do is to help them do that for their existing customers and their potential customers. So we think if we can help you build trust with that potential customer, which showing off all your good work and not just showing it off, but the way it kind of loads up is that it's on this timeline that shows, you know, kind of day by day, what got captured. It just look, and it makes you look really good because it looks really nice on your website, but it shows people, Hey, these people have done a lot of work around here. Wow. This looks good. The, the, the idea that when people can look through these pictures, cause no one knows anything about anything, you know, you don't know about your roof or whatever. Um, but you can tell the difference between what you like and what you don't like a lot of times, or what looks new and clean and nice versus old and dirty and, you know, disgusting it's in that. So to me, that's really exciting. We, we see, okay, people can run their business on a daily basis and they can run with, you know, higher accountability, um, and better execution. But then if we can take the output of that, right, like the photos are just kind of part of the process, um, and we can help them use that to grow their business, then that's great for them. It's great for us. And everyone wins in the long term. So, you know, we've got, I, I, I'm a dork with this kind of building products and things, but we've got a lot of things in mind about making the app better, better capture experience in the field. But when it boils down to it, it's like, when you're capturing uh, information on that site, that is a potential resource. I think of it as our customers are sitting on like an oil field. They don't have the rigs and the things that go up and down that are going to like extract that oil out and help make it valuable, refine it. 
And so we want to essentially say, hey, here's that equipment. You know, you use this and it will take all of this kind of resource that you're building up and it'll make it more valuable for your business. And in the long term, you know, the people that do good work that you can trust that are, that are kind of willing to show it off, we want those to be the contractors that we really help grow versus the kind of, I don't know, there's short-term thinking, make a quick buck at the expense of doing good work, that kind of thing. And hoping that, you know, at an, almost at an industry level that we're kind of tipping the scales towards people that, that, that should be winning, you know, like my, take my dad, for example, marketing is not his strength. <laughs> you know, he's, he's super high integrity, really runs a good business, but the idea of, you know, showing off their work and selling and kind of the marketing kind of stuff that he's just not thinking that way. But if we can say, Hey, here's the thing it takes you five minutes to get up and running, and this is going to help you grow. That's, that's what we're going for. Okay. Now, where can the customers or listeners of the podcast go to find out more information? Yep. So it's companycam.com is our website. Uh, yeah. And then you can also just go to the app store and download it. We have like a two week free trial so you can try it out. And then there's a, the, it's 19 bucks a month, but there's also a free tier. So it's, if you got under three people and then I think it, it caps it at like 50 saved projects, um, you can use it for free. And there's some features that you're not going to get there, but the basics of capturing it, organizing it, et cetera, uh, communicating, you know, cause you can comment and mention people and all that. You get all that. And we, I mean, we really believe, I mean, I'm clearly believe in the product, but the idea that, Hey, you come in, you test it out. We think that you will see value, but you know, we don't want to, we don't want to try to get it up front. We re- we want to play the long game. I said something about, you know, this idea of short-term thinking, we are saying, hey, if we do a great job and if we serve these customers over the long run, then we don't need to make a buck or try to like weasel them into signing up or something. Let people try it, let them see the value. And then that, you know, over time is going to help us grow our business. If you, I mean, if you mention this podcast um, to any of our uh, sales reps, you know, if you sign up and do a demo or something, um, we'll make sure to give you 50% off your first two months if it's something you want to use uh, just to get try to make it easy easy as possible to get going so free trial 50 percent off your first two months if you mention the podcast um and otherwise yeah we'd love to have you try it but uh you know no pressure well we'd sure like to thank our guest luke here with um, company cam and um all, all the best in your future endeavors luke kurt thank you so much i appreciate it 